0: Thanks for being with us on Community Matters. We're on for an hour now, folks, starting today, Saturdays between eight and nine on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at Battle Creek So we've spent a little bit of time this hour talking about how to take steps if you can't pay your utility bills. And immediately I thought of something else that might help address some root causes therein. If you need help with your finances, here's a program that might actually help address that. I want to introduce you to Matt Dugood and Brian McDonald from Kelsey Credit Union. Gentlemen, welcome.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.
0: So you guys work with a program called KEEP, K-E-E-P, the Kelsey Employee Empowerment Program, What is that, Matt?
2: Yes, that is the really the heartbeat of our program to go out and support our community and the partners that we that we have a connection with and we work with their employees to teach them about personal finances. And at Kelsey, we believe in building relationships and cultivating financial wellness to empower people to focus on what matters because it's never fun to stress out about money. And I have personally been down that road myself. It's hard when, you, when you're stressed out about your finances, it's the only thing you can think about. It. And it makes it very hard to focus on your job and focus on different things. And if anybody would like to connect with me to hear kind of how I went through some financial hardships, I would be happy to share that. But really, it stems back to what we learned when we were kids. I didn't have financial wellness classes when I was in high school, I didn't have them in college when. I went to Western Michigan University and I just started getting into this rut of using credit, relying on credit to manage my problems. And It got me into a lot of debt and I was able to It it ruined my first marriage. (laughs) And Mm. as I I pulled through that, I was able to connect and get some resources and start using cash so that I could get to a point where I could use credit more wisely versus it being uh, so dependent and reliant on it. Over the last 12 years, I've been able to kind of pay it forward and help people that I'm connected to. And we started this program brand new to Kelsey. They don't really have this program or a business development program. To, to begin with and connecting with the employers is what we do. We work with quite a few companies in and around the Calhoun County and Kalamazoo County area to help support their employees with this free financial wellness program where we come in and provide lunch and learns and things along those lines.
0: Yeah, imagine that. So I, I'm in a, a, a couple of uh, situations. I've been in a couple of situations with Matt where he talks about this and he uses a statistic that knocks me out and I've used it. I've cited it in other interviews, 80%, 80% of people are living check to check in the United States, 80%. So that number's too high. So Brian, that means that folks are just uh, a moment away from an unexpected cost that throws the whole thing off. Right.
1: Oh, Absolutely. When you're living that paycheck to paycheck, you're kind of in that cycle of you get paid, you spend, and then in some cases you have to borrow to get to the next check. You know, so what we want to do is we want to help our members and the community to alleviate some of that stress to where, you know, we can create budgeting plans. That means, you know, they can get on that cycle of you get paid. We always talk about pay yourself first, start Mm -hmm. a savings account for those emergencies and then pay your bills. That all starts with the starting a budget plan.
0: Right. This program, how does it work, Matt, when folks, uh, it's called Employee Empowerment Program. So it, it makes it sound like it's a, a job-related program or, or something. How does this work?
2: So really, it's just connecting with those those leadership um, personnel within an organization. So whether it's an HR department or whether it's a wellness coordinator we have a meeting and I kind of share how we implement. And what we do is we like to have monthly or regular visits at these companies to create relationships with their employees to be able to help them learn how to trust us. Right. Because why Why is this guy coming in here to teach me about finances? What does he know? That's why I like to share my story and kind of where we came from and Having the ability to help people and serve people is really a big passion of mine. And how how we've been able to grow this over the last three years has just been incredible. To help and support employees, and it's a free resource for the companies that we partner with, which is even a great benefit. So, uh, other than the time with their employees, that's the only ask.
0: So, think about that, uh, business decision makers, HR folks, uh, business owners trying to maybe uh, enhance the benefits you're offering your employees. A free program where Matt or Brian will come to your business on a schedule and talk with your employees about good financial management of their personal finances. And you made a good point a moment ago, the idea that if, if an employee is worried about the bill that's there, that's due that they're not able to pay, their mind's not completely focused on on what they're doing for you, the employer this could help turn that around. You've probably seen those things happen, Matt, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. We see this on a, on a regular basis. And a lot of it, it has to do with just not being educated in how to understand how the credit process works. We have five buckets that we teach on from understanding how to manage your money from a budget standpoint. What do you need to know about your credit scores? How do you, can you fix them if you need to? What do you need to know before you go and buy a vehicle? What what are some of those things that that we need to be prepared for before we we go sign up for a a new car? What do we need to to learn about saving and, and getting our personal finances on a monthly basis in order to be able to save for retirement? Because if we're worried about trying to get to the end of the month, there's no way we're going to be thinking about how we're going to save for retirement. So all of these things kind of tie together. And then last and, and probably one of the most important things that's happening right now is protecting your identity and the scams that are out there on all over the place. We see them all the time. So we teach employees how to manage all of these things because knowledge is power. Probably one of the biggest things that is missing out there in our workforce is just those tools that they need to be able to be successful.
0: I should have looked at this before I came into this discussion, but I think I saw something about a curriculum for personal finance management and things that the governor was talking about. Don't know if that's moved or, or what the status of that was, but that was kind of an interesting thought because uh, just like you said, I didn't either. Not, none of us went to a personal finance class when we were in high school and, and were taught about those things. So Brian, there's probably a cynic out there saying, what's the catch here? I have to open an account or give you a, a bunch of money and start a CD. What's the deal? <laughs> is that true? How does this really work?
1: That is absolutely not true. So as, as Matt said, we are a completely free service. Our main goal is to help and serve our community and get people in a better position. That is our mission. That is what we live in every single day. Whether you're a member with us or not, we want to be a resource for you. And as Matt pointed out, there is a really big need for this type of service. I've been working with Matt for the past couple of years. Unfortunately, a lot of it goes unmet. And so you get that stress. This is a completely free service. So there's no catch. You don't have to become a member. We're here to talk. A uh, very non-judgmental way, and uh, we'll we'll help you get through any situations that you can uh, that you have for us.
0: Sure, and if you want to become a member, you can. You made a a really great point that I want to expand on, Brian. No judgment. So I imagine folks who have gotten themselves into trouble financially speaking, and and may have trouble managing finances, walk around with some shame about that. Matt, you've got to you've got to impress upon them that uh, it's about the solutions, right?
2: Absolutely, and it's not always easy to talk about personal finances because guess what? We're most prideful of is our status in our community. And it is very difficult, no matter where you are on that socioeconomic platform, you really have to be comfortable with kind of talking about that. That's why I like to share my story with folks that I have one-on-ones with or folks that I teach. I try to bring down those walls. There's probably not much that Brian or I have not witnessed or gone through with helping people in individual situations. A lot of times it's heartbreaking. You have somebody there that is very emotional and they just can't get to that house payment or get to that car payment. They got their the credit union or their bank breathing down their neck trying to get that car back. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? And if we can teach folks how to make better choices up front, it will go a long way in serving them. And hopefully we can avoid having some of these very stressful, stressful uh, moments in life. And and money problems happen all the time they happen to everybody and it doesn't really matter how much you make or how little you make i mean we all experience Things that happen to us, and if you have good resources and you have a good emergency fund, then it's more of an inconvenience than it is a life-altering situation. You're not having enough money to cover your your car payment, or you're not having enough money to cover your mortgage.
0: If folks feel uh, prideful or shame or that sort of thing, you're not going to wag your finger at them and say shame on you. Yeah, it's it's a different atmosphere. Absolutely. What if someone does carry that trepidation around with them about? being in a group of their co-workers in this kind of a setting where now they're learning about what you have to teach them but they don't necessarily want to share their story in detail with people whom they know and see every day that's probably a delicate walk
2: sure i I think that that is a very valid point and i think that the big thing about sharing that story is they don't have to share their story during one of our classes we're there with i mean it could be a group of five people it could be a group of 25 people that come to the class and typically what happens is I go through my story and we we start making that connection with the audience. There are questions that usually pop up and it may not necessarily apply to that person. But we always are open and provide our contact information if they want to have a confidential sit-down meeting with us. That's kind of how our program works. We come on-site and and we love on the employees a little bit with some free stuff. And then we're available for one-on-ones in a confidential setting on-site at their employer where we can kind of talk about some of those things in a more private setting. And and really the classes, uh, Richard, are more so for just the knowledge and the education and the tools to get things started and to start talking about this is really what I have seen in the last three years that I've been doing this. It just really helps people start thinking about how they can make their situation a little bit better than what they've been doing in -hmm. the past. And it's just incredible how many people just come up to to me after I do a session and they're like, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, It makes it relatable.
0: It's helpful to know that they can confer with you confidentially one-on-one if If they'd rather to talk about their own situations, you've alluded a little bit to some of the subject matter, but Brian, maybe you could just list a few of the things that some of this program will uh, cover.
1: We have a budgeting program, you know, where we can talk about budgeting and then we have, credit and credit score and how to boost that. We talk about debt repayments programs. We talk about safety and security, such as identity theft and uh, scams, things of that nature.
0: Mm -hmm. Some of the more rudimentary things too, I think I saw in a video that you have on your website, which we'll link in the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com, pay your bills on time and and the effect of of not doing so and the importance of that kind of thing. So it can even be as rudimentary as that, right, man?
2: Absolutely. And we go through the nuts and bolts of what makes up your credit score, how it's derived, how how can you influence it and where you, you need to have things. And you're absolutely right, Richard. Make just making your payments on time will will help your credit score, but that's only a portion of it. That's only 35% of what your score is. There is another 65% that make up how your score is derived. So Coming to the class, you learn about all five of those things that you can manage and understand how to manipulate to be in your benefit to help you get those higher credit scores. Because the higher your credit score, the lower your interest rate, right? So that's the ultimate goal.
0: It's got a lot of uh, ripple effects, you know, when you pay your bill on time, that reflects well in a lot of ways, like that interest rate example. So Mm -hmm. a business owner, business manager, HR managers listening to this saying, boy, it it doesn't cost us anything to do this. And it's a a benefit to the employees and it might make them more productive. It should, if this is something they're struggling with and they want to get involved, they want to find out more information. What should they do?
2: There's a couple different ways to connect with us. They can always go to kelsey.com and type in the search engine, KEEP, K-E-E-P, all capitals, And it will bring to our launching page, and it has all of my contact information, a little bit of background. There's a testimonial on there as well. That is a perfect place to kind of get an idea of what we do and the services that we provide through this program. And then our email is on there. You can shoot us an email, and we'll be happy to connect and and come out for for a one-on-one meeting to to just kind of go through that. And and it's one of the things that we we really love to do is to do the in-person live one-on-one sessions or the group presentations is really what we focus on is just being on site at that employer in a place where the employers are comfortable. It's their environment.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll even make it easier and put the link in the show notes for this episode. So before we go, call to mind a success story that you might share where you met someone who was part of this 80 percent and were really maybe at their wits end about trying to change things and they've made a change
2: i got one that comes to the top of my head i started this program in 2019 with with a small manufacturing company and i had an employee that sat through my first budgeting class and started asking me questions afterwards she then in the in the coming months, she sat down with me. We did a one-on-one with her budget. At the time, she was going through a divorce. That happens to a lot of us. She and her ex were having problems because neither one of them could get their house in their name and they have two teenage sons. She was at this point where she just was like, I don't know what to do. I don't have any cash. I can't refinance this in in my name. My credit score is in the 500s. What do I do, Matt? So we sat down and we started working. And the cool thing about it is she has come to every single one of my classes that I've delivered over the last three years there. We got her on a spending plan and created that pay your first mentality that Brian talked about. So mm-hmm. she started to establish an emergency fund to start to handle problems. She had some collections, things that were on there that were medical, that were not a whole lot, but it really affected her credit score. We talked about how to get those cleaned up. It took a while and we got her a secured credit card because she didn't have a lot of credit other than just the house. She locked up some savings money in a a locked account. We got her a secured card and I told her the utilization on this and making your payments on time, Richard, is very (laughs) important on how you can help build your credit. So it took her about 18 months, but she was able to get her credit score up to a 685. We here at Kelsey, we were able to get her refinanced. The home is now in her name. She has a $5,000 emergency fund. Hmm. And she just came to me and asked me if it was okay if she could look at purchasing a car. And so she wanted to know some rates and things. And when we got her pre-approved for her auto loan, uh, she had a 729 credit score. Wow. So she got the premium rates for her car that she was able to purchase and now I am her financial counselor. Before she makes any purchasing decision, she shoots me an email. She's like, Matt, do you think this is a good idea? If not, I'll go in a different direction.
0: And that's an interesting point. So she's you become her advisor on these things. But it doesn't have to be that way. Somebody doesn't have to. You probably wouldn't have enough time to do your classes if, <laughs> if everybody called right. you when they wanted to buy something. But <laughs> the point is well taken that you created that relationship with her. She's changed her viewpoint, and more importantly, she's changed her actions, and she's created this uh, real track record of progress that she can point to that you can understand why she'd come to you. You helped her round this corner. Now she'll come to you and say, what do you think about this? It makes terrific sense, and it's testimony to the relationships that you've often built in this program. So congratulations on that. That's a great story to hear.
2: Thanks. It's a, it's a pleasure to do it. and It doesn't even feel like a job to me. It just feels like a mission.
0: Well, I guess that's, I'm told, that's uh, how it's supposed to work, right? If we feel that way, we're doing the right thing. Congratulations on all the successes that you've uh, fostered. And as folks are listening to this, if this sounds like uh, something you'd like to bring to your employees, the Kelsey Employee Empowerment Program... Click the link in this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com and reach out to Matt and Brian and get the ball rolling to have them visit with your employees. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Richard. Appreciate being on. Thank you so much.